Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. series on captivating confidence. It's been uh, quite a rich series in regards to the information that we've been able to go over. It's been pretty extensive. So if you've missed any of this, I would encourage you to go back to the very beginning where it says new series and uh, begin listening from the very start on captivating confidence. There's only about six to eight minutes a day. Well, probably closer to eight. And uh, there's a lot of information that I believe you glean from. Um, and if you do like this series, again, I would encourage you to please share it with others on social media, emails, whomever might benefit from it, and uh, leave a review. Well, let's dive into today's. And so far, we've covered self-care. We've talked a little bit about failure. We talked about how to receive compliments, uh, which I think really a lot of people struggle with more than they like to admit. <laughs> and um, and then, you know, me time. We talked about me time and, and how to deal with uh, some other things. So uh, go back and listen. But today we're going to talk about well-being. So I have a question to start you out with, as I have from the other episodes we've had in this. And so here's my question. For well-being, I like to, and here we're going to fill in the blank, just exercise, sleep enough, and eat well. That's A. B, move towards having mind, body, spirit, balance. C, need to make lots of money in order to, you know, take care of my needs. And and, uh, it's always a priority over my goals. C, go shopping because buying things makes me feel great. (laughs) So which one would be the way you would resolve a case of uh, where you're feeling like you don't have a lot of well-being? Think about that for a moment because that's a very, very important question. And depending on which one you picked really determines what's been going on in your heart and mind and how you've wired yourself um, up to this point in your life. Common life events that can affect your well-being and kind of bring you down would be a sense of loss or even bereavement, grief of some kind, loneliness, uh, relationship problems can make you feel that way, issues at work, uh, issues with your health, issues with money or with your children or with your marriage. The list just goes on and on. And, And really all these issues are things we all face. Every single person on the planet faces these issues to varying degrees at different times in our lives. The question is, how do we deal with it? And can we have a good mental well-being in the midst of all this? And my friend, I have good news for you. The answer is, yes, you can. It doesn't matter what you're going through. You can sustain a good well-being if you're willing to work at it and make the right choices. Okay. Now, there's nothing wrong with grieving or, or feeling sad for a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not a bad thing necessarily, but it's if you stay in it for too long, because as you know, that can cause a lot of cellular changes in your brain and a lot of, a lot of difficulty with physiology, body chemistry, leading to depression and all sorts of horrible ailments. So if you have a good mental well-being, you're able to feel relatively confident in yourself and have a sense of of self-esteem even when bad things are going on. You can feel and express a range of emotions, but you know how to control them and rein them in. Uh, You get to almost choose them. You build and maintain good relationships. 
you uh, feel engaged with the world around you, you don't feel closed in like you want to be alone, you live and work productively, and you cope with the stresses quite well, adapting and managing in times of change uncertainty. You can kind of think on your feet, you might say. So here's some ways to sustain uh, or restore well-being rather quickly. First of all, count your blessings. There's a big one right there, and you can do that at any point in life. You can just be thankful for the, the fingers on your hand or the breath that you breathe or the steps you're allowed to take, the, the house over your head, the, the family that does love you. Um, and and I, I realize you got to pick and choose sometimes. <laughs> and uh, you can find things to be thankful for. So gratitude can help a great deal with that. Knowing your core values and living according to those core values. And I do have a worksheet on core values and developing those. If you'd like that worksheet, write me a message on Facebook or on LinkedIn and I'll be happy to share that with you. Fill your heart and mind with things that align with those core values so that you feel fantastic, like you're fulfilling your purpose and your destiny. Stay connected with others, those that, that you can trust, that enrich your life. And sow into their lives as well. You know, even sow into the lives of strangers because when you give back to, your, to the community or to other people, it can make you feel fantastic. And if you miss that whole series I did on, you know, all of the, the, the neurochemicals such as dopamine, serotonin, go back and listen to that one because that will really give you some insights on how you can produce those happy feelings uh, by what you do. Stay active. Exercise is huge in terms of helping your well-being. But you need to do it every day consistently for a minimum of 20 to 30 minutes a day. Create growth for yourself, a sense of progress, of moving forward, of feeling good about where you're going, not just sitting stagnant, not just trying to see if things will change, but never doing anything different or learning anything more, but create growth consistently for yourself. Take risks, be willing to step out and do things you wouldn't ordinarily do, and, and really give yourself a chance to succeed. Don't just quit right away, but keep pushing through so you can really feel fantastic about your accomplishments. It takes a minimum of three to four weeks to adapt a new neural network or a new habit. So you have to stay with it long enough. And most people with New Year's resolutions will quit within two weeks, which is not nearly enough time. And then finally, learn to laugh at yourself. You know, we're always going to make mistakes. We're always going to goof up. We're going to say things we wish we wouldn't have. We're going to do things wrong. And if we don't just learn to laugh at ourselves, brush it off, get up and go again and again and again, and know that everybody else makes mistakes too, then we're always going to feel down and out. And we're always going to feel like failures. And I've already talked about failures. Uh, so if you missed that one, go back and listen to that. Well, I hope this helps you to establish and maintain well-being. This is Michelle Stuffis with your journey to greatness and routine. I'm glad to have you on the podcast, as always, looking forward to having you again tomorrow as we continue our wonderful series on captivating confidence. Have an amazing day.